You're listening to the Desperation Podcast, a generation in desperate pursuit of God. www.desperationonline.com. Hey everybody, this is David here, and I'm joined by John Egan and Jeremiah Park. Say hello, fellas. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, John Egan leads worship for uh, high school tag meeting every Wednesday night. Jeremiah uh, leads actually lots of different meetings. One of them, he leads the furnace every Thursday night, and um, he leads often at the mill as well as a tag. And uh, we wanted to take a few minutes today and just talk a little bit about leading young people into worship. So this will be helpful for uh, worship leaders as well as for um, students that are excited about being worshipers. And so um, that's going to be the direction of our podcast today. Uh, John, why don't you just kick us off and talk a little bit about um, what God's doing right now in TAG as you guys are worshiping every Wednesday night and what the feel is and some of the dynamics that, that you're seeing and experiencing. Yeah. Well, obviously, you know that desperation, you know, is uh, the focus is so largely on uh, young people and on the on seeing God move with young people, um, whether aged, you know, 13 up to 28. <laughs> young people. Uh, my focus is largely um, on teenagers. That's what I do here full time at the church. Um, and to be honest with you, that is my heart. Um, I love everyone, but I love, really love these teenagers. Um, so I just have such compassion on these kids or young people, teenagers mainly, high school students. You know, I went to public high public schools all my life. I went to public high school. I, I sympathize with the different things that go on there. So I think Jesus is the ultimate hope. For a broken world, for a broken generation. So, just a little snapshot and kind of some context, you know, on my life and why I do what I do. But it's just amazing to see God move um, in the midst of worship. I think you know, the presence of God is everything. We're always fighting and contending for the presence of God because without that, we are just entertaining. And um, I really am not into that. I'm not very good at that. But one thing I can do is go after Jesus. One thing I can do is go after God with all my heart and try to lead as many young people as I can there. Um, so, you know, it's for me with what God's doing here is just spectacular. One of the things we, I mean, with the band, Desperation Band, you might think well, uh, uh, that we tour, we travel a lot. We we are, I am here, I mean, what is it, 52 weeks in a year? Mm-hmm. I'm at, Wednesday nights is when our, our youth gather. I'm probably at 45 of those meetings leading worship. Yeah. Um, so I think it's very important to stay consistent and remain um, through the mundane, you know, through the through the different things that go on through the seasons. If you don't know the people you're leading worship for, I'm not sure how much impact you could possibly have for them. But um, when it comes to discipleship, and really, it's really healthy just to be there and be consistent. But we just you know kinda... one of the, one of the dynamics that I love to see so much um, when we're in these settings of leading worship with students is. That in that time of worship, you know, we understand worship is being, you know, it happens continuously. It's our it's our love and our pursuit of God and our you know gazing upon Him and uh, just being in love with Him. But that's that time that's set aside to music when we worship the Lord in that setting together. You look across the room. You see, I see it every single week. Um, these these young people, they are. They are getting in God's presence, like John was talking about. That's what we're fighting for: is the presence of God. Because 
when they get in that place, that's when that's when everything else fades away. That's when the problems and the worries that they're dealing with, um, and and some some of those are really extreme situations, and some of them are kind of the the everyday things that that high school students and college students face. But it's in those moments when they're alive and they they realize purpose they realize what life is about because they're in the presence of God and they feel true love and they 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 see what their life is about and what i love is that dynamic of being in worship together and seeing that and then hearing the word and it's like worship is when you get to you're hanging out with God you're seeing God you're loving him you're feeling his presence and then the word you hear a message and it's it teaches you how to be closer to him, things that you do practically in your life and the way to live that get you closer. So the next time you come into worship, you understand God a little bit better. You know a little bit more. You've changed a little bit more in your own life so that, so that when you come into that time of worship, you feel his presence in a greater way. You understand him more. And that's the dynamic that I love so much that we get to see every week in these times of worship, whether it be in the gathering or with tag or the mill, whatever. One of the things that I love about both of you guys so much is that both of you are so committed to hanging out in the presence of God on a consistent basis and leading others into uh, the presence of God every time that you lead worship. And, you know, there's a lot of kids and uh, probably worship leaders that are listening that aren't at a church that's as, as large as New Life. And when they hear this, they think, well, when you have as many lights and sound and people as as Jeremiah and John do, then inevitably it must be easier. But I think that one of the things that is uh, so unique and so fun to watch in, in terms of both of you fellas is um, I've seen you both in the context of leading for a few people. Uh, 2002 and two, even 2001, I remember uh, John leading uh, Friday nights from 10 to midnight in the prayer center with a few college kids there and faithfully leading um, Jeremiah is willing to lead all kinds of different meetings from junior high to high school to college around the campus um, and on retreats, uh, no matter no matter how many are there. And it's one of the things that's evident in both of your guys' lives. And I think I want to just ask mm-hmm. you, how, how do you view those little meetings? Not the big meetings, not, not the conference, not Wednesday night tag, but some of the other things that you lead um, where there may only be 40, 50 kids there. Talk about that for a minute. Yeah. You know, it's amazing to see, um, especially in the world of worship, in a world where worship is very successful right now, worship albums are selling really well, a lot of these uh, Christian bands are turning to Christian, uh, to worship music, <clears throat> where there's a, bit of a, there's a bit of a stigma now with the worship thing. So you, what you're finding now is I think a lot of uh, youth worship leaders or different people are kind of in it <clears throat> a little bit that, uh, to serve themselves. A little bit in a way that uh, they join. You know, I have a, they have a passion maybe for youth worship or a passion for stage worship, because it does something to them and it's really helpful for them. But the I think the key for me, and I know that the same for Jeremiah. We are close friends, so I can speak for him as well. Is that the depth of our relationship with God has nothing to do with the the times when we're standing up and leading worship for people. The depth of our relationship with God has everything to do with being alone with God. 
And just mm-hmm. this morning, I was just spending the time with the Lord by myself. At, at, at Starbucks. Starbucks. Yes. <laughs> with a fire in the coffee. With, an iPod, with my iPod in my, oh, my head. Glory. Blasting Desperation Band. <laughs> <laughs> or David Perkins' podcast. Yeah, there you go. Um, so that when you're so full of God, away from people, it becomes very clear that God has asked you to serve. And the question is, where does he ask you to serve? And it has nothing to do with what feeds you. It has everything to do with what feeds the people. And so I, for me, the pers- when, that, when that is so clearly my perspective, a room full of a thousand high school students or a room empty with a few high school students, is, it doesn't really seem different. Mm-hmm. You have to change your approach in leading different people. But that, again, uh, different amounts of people. But again, that's just serving and getting under those people to try to push them up the mountain of God. Um, and if that is your goal, which I hope and pray that is everyone's goal, it should be our goal, then it's, there's no difference. Yeah. Essentially, you guys are youth pastors at heart that love a generation. And the way you serve is through music and worship. Yeah. And the primary way that you have effective ministry, A, on your face before God, and B, truly loving these kids. Mm-hmm. And we can read as many books as we want about ministry and all these new paradigms or old paradigms, but it comes back to those two things, yeah. which is authentic ministry. Yeah. Um, well, that's phenomenal. Uh, Jeremiah, you are a... Uh, uh, one of the things I love about you is your, your sincere devotion. Um, and I just, want, I just want you to take a minute and just talk a little bit about what God's doing in your heart as you're spending time with God, some of the things you're learning. Uh, one time Jeremiah and I met at Starbucks and his first words were let's talk about our father and uh, I've never forgotten that it's one of my favorite moments but let's talk about our father for a minute what's God let's doing in your life our father. Um, well I just went on vacation this last week and so you know anytime you get away you go on vacation it's, it's uh, you get a, a moment to kind of step back and look at life and how things are working and what's going on and there, there's kind of been a struggle um, that I've been dealing with in my heart, and the the thing that God spoke to me that kind of brought me through that or opened my eyes to that was something very simple, something that we all know and understand, but it really was a revelation at the moment, and that was that that we are truly in a battle. Um, you know, you look around and see in your own life, you guys who are listening, maybe right now there's some things going on that have brought disappointment or despair in your life. And you might look at those things and be discouraged and think, you know, what's the purpose? What, um, why, did the, why does this happen? Why does that happen? Um, but instead of those things causing you to lose heart or to lose faith, they should actually encourage you because there, there are battles all the time and sometimes there are losses. But those losses should encourage our faith to know that there is in fact a battle that this is real, that eternity is happening now, that there is a war going on between, um, between darkness and light, and we know that we have victory in Christ, that we stand in Him and we stand on His Word. And, and what I really felt the Lord saying to me through that is that He's, he's calling us to stand strong and know who we are in Him, to, to stand on His Word and be victorious, to realize that, that 
we do have an enemy, like Jesus said, who goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's looking for people to devour. But when we know who we are in Christ, we stand strong. We um, we know that we have the victory, and we are the Lord. the The word says that the righteous are bold as a lion. So we're strong. We know who we are in God. We know we're victorious. If we get knocked down, we get back up. We keep going. Um, we're full of faith, and and I know the Lord wants to see His people full of power. That we live a life where. When we, when we go places, when we talk to different people with the situations that we're involved in, we bring the power of God, the power of heaven in our life, and it makes an impact. It makes a difference. So um, that would be the thing in a nutshell, that we are, we are in a battle that's very real, but we have the victory, and God is looking for people, men and women, boys and girls, that will stand up and be strong and be full of the power of God and live victoriously. Fight. But come on, man. I love it. That's awesome. Well, love you, boys, and thanks for uh, love you. talking today. Um, love you lots. We'll sign out this time, and we'll catch you on the next Desperation Podcast. Thanks, everybody. You've just heard one of the speakers from Desperation, a ministry of New Life Church in Colorado Springs. For more information on becoming a Desperation intern, attending one of our conferences, or joining the Desperation National Network for local churches, visit us at desperationonline.com.